All right, friends, welcome back to the third episode of The Hockey Princess. I am your host, Angela, and we are honored with a special guest called Crusty Old Guy. Hello, Crusty <laughs> Old Guy. Hockey Princess will give you the the nice and sweet side. I'll I'll give you the yucky and crusty side. He's going to be the cynic to balance be, yes. out my optimism with the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, like I said last week, we're going to talk about kind of our, who we think the Hawks could pick in the draft, should pick, what they will end up picking because what we would like is usually not the way that the Blackhawks go. Um, and then we're going to talk about upcoming prospects, guys that were drafted last year, kind of how they did their first year on the Blackhawk radar, like officially. And that'll be this week. Um, all right. So for the Blackhawks, we've got first, the first, the first. We have the first pick. We have the first pick. So we, we need to trade that away for more picks, don't we? Yeah, absolutely not. Absol- absolutely not. Are you sure? We could go for more picks. No. I have a re- I've Crusty Old Man knows this, but I've had a reoccurring nightmare that Kyle Davidson trades down. Uh, so we, he can pick up Mitchkoff, which not to say that Mitchkoff is a bad hockey player, but he's certainly not the one that I want. Um, so I'm just really hoping if I hear the words Michigan when it's announced, I'm going to lose my shit. Um, because the only guy that I want is Connor Bedard. Talked about him last week. The man, the myth, the legend, the everything. And I think we can all agree that uh, that'll be one easy pick. There's already a gazillion 98 jerseys out there. Well, even like even like uh, Bedard said, because somebody asked him at the Combine, he's like, thank you, but like they haven't picked me yet. Well, but they picked. basically have. He has been picked. He gets to play the part of savior for many people's jobs. Kyle Davidson and being an organization. One of them. Yeah. So... Love Kyle. Me, Kyle. So, as uh, we all know, then we'll we'll do that pick. There'll be a lot of pomp, circumstance around it, a lot of hooping and hollering, everybody high fiving because the lottery balls came in. <laughs> all right. So then, for the first, in, also in the first round, we have the number nineteenth pick. There's been some speculation that we're trying to trade up that pick with Pittsburgh, Vancouver. Pick any other team that has a spot in between 10 and 19. There's speculation that we're trading up. I hope that that doesn't happen because I don't think the trade would be good on our end. And just not a big fan of it. Well, that's just, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, a, lot of, yeah, a lot of talk about the whole Vancouver thing. Uh, Vancouver is supposed to buy out. O-E-L, or is that it? Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, O-E-L. I like, I like it when they just do use the letters. <laughs> um, so, you know, teams would have to be really stupid to attempt to, if you've got a spot between 8 and 14, 15, to trade out of it. Even to just trade back to 19. You would have to sweeten that with a lot. That's taking back bad contracts and giving at least one of the twos. I believe the only way you can move up is you'd have to give at least two of the twos 
And that just doesn't work for me. I mean, but also, you never know. I mean, 2017, the nightmare that most people don't talk about, but I like to bring up every draft, Chicago Blackhawks traded down with Dallas, so we got Henry Akiharyu, and Dallas ended up getting Jake Ottinger, who's done amazing for them. So that's why I don't want that trade, and I don't think other teams will do that because it doesn't it doesn't work out kindly for us and for anybody. I mean, it worked out for Dallas, but it worked I'm out just... real well for Dallas. That was one heck of a draft year for him. <laughs> so. Let's see, Hockey Princess. And then we... 19. A lot of people picking between us. Yep. So I'll let you go first with yours. But as all of your listeners know, this is just speculation because you don't know who's going to be there at 19. You're right. You don't know anything. There could be a very Well, you might not know ball. anything, but me, I know a lot. <laughs> there, so a bunch of... any Anybody in between 1 and 19 could... They could go accordingly to what the standings are right now, or they could, you know, pick a curveball um, and go out way in left field. I've got... Where's my flashlight? Oh, so she might need a no, flashlight or you're something. Good. Um, I've got two. If okay. he's there... Perot would uh-huh. like. Um, if Perot is not there, uh, Vlander. I think anything outside of that is uh, kind of stupid. Well, not kind of stupid. There's plenty of talent, but those are my top two guys going into the 19th pick. The Vlander? V. It's pronounced Vlander. Oh, he's a Swedish dude, huh? Yeah, that's why I like. Him. Big fan of the Swedes and the Finns over here on Hockey Princess. Okay. Well, for me, number one, the the Perot, uh, he's listed it going between probably the 10th and the 25th. So there's the possibility he is there. And if anybody's listening to this, you've probably done mock drafts and everything else and know that, you know, everything is way different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the site that you go to. We're using a site tonight that lets us pick, and then it picks randomly, kind of randomly picks what other people will do. So uh, for me, I am a firm believer if the, how do I pronounce his name? Vlander. If he is there, that is a slam dunk. You go get him. That's a dog barking. We're out we're, we're we're in the backyard with a fire. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't bother you guys too much. Because um, yes. Vlander is a defenseman. Yes, Vlander is not just a defenseman; he's a right-handed defenseman. Those do not grow on tree. He can skate like the wind. Um, he has done very well in the World Juniors. Can you explain why a right-handed defenseman is has an edge up? Like, why you bring up that detail? Um, well, because in the ideal world, you would want a left-handed defenseman and a right-handed defenseman in your pairings. So they can each shoot from each side would be their strong side. Well, that makes sense. Unfortunately, most hockey players shoot left because they're right-handed. Mm. 
So a right-handed defenseman is a prized possession. So uh, if even the Blackhawks threw most of their runs, there w they did not have many right-handed defensemen. So uh, I believe Core is a left-handed defenseman. I believe Allen and DeMastro are left-handed defensemen, but I'm not positive. We're going to get see. into those guys in a second. Um, but that's that's the big reason. They're, they just There's not many of them. Mm -hmm. And so ones that play really well, you have to go out and get. I'd be shocked if he's there at 19. But we're hoping. Yes, we can hope. Now, the Perot kid was projected between 10 to 25. Was the what... Um, is Vlander around that same ish, um, or a little bit lower because he's a defenseman? He is. He is listed on this site being in like the twenties. Everything else I have seen, he's in the top fifteen. Um, he, it's just it's too much talent. You have him, and you have the Reinbacher kid, who's also a right-handed defenseman. But he's got. He's definitely going. Yes, he will go way before. early on. Yes. And then you have the Alex Dean Palikia, mm -hmm. who on this site, and I'm sure I haven't pronounced any of those right, on this site, they have the two of those defensemen rated ahead of the Swede. Which makes sense. I've been seeing those are at least top 10, top 15. I know Reinbacher has definitely been listed as at least top 10. Yes. Or like the end of top 10. Um... I will take the Swede over both of them. Uh, no Why? Doubt, no doubt about it. Um, just because of what he's able to do offensively. Just because of his skating. Mm -hmm. His skating is just that good. So, but, uh, you know, again, that's me. He's a puck-moving defenseman. Granted, we already have one in core. But do we really? Uh, Why, what, what's the well, harm in getting another one? There is no harm. Again, He's a, he's a complete player. What's the what's Vlander's height too? He's six one one eighty. So he's a perfect size. He's the mm. size of your Duncan Keith. Um, he's able to play a very good defense. Mm -hmm. And again, he's an excellent skater and everything else. So as I said, I don't unsure if he will be there. If not, I uh, I don't know. I like the uh, Hansik kid. I would be thinking. Interesting. Why the Hansik kid? Is it just mainly size? Uh, yep. And well, he's a completely talented, good finisher. He's fast. There is some strong. skating concerns. There's oh, some case skating concerns. Not the amount that you would find in a wood. Mm-hmm. Or um, a butt or a sal or sail. So he'll be a little bit more ready. So. What do you think of the Crystal kid? If, if he's there hypothetically at 19. Oh, if I pass. Interesting. So yeah, I, uh, there's a little bit of attitude problems. From what I've heard, he likes to take shifts off. Oh, um, he's a Trevor's egress. Well, he's he's not that bad. <laughs> but, um, but um, so that's the type of player. Again, you see him at nineteen. You see him at thirty-six. So, um, he's definitely somebody who would be on your radar probably 
with that second second round pick if he's still there then you definitely take a flyer on him 19 is just way too early for me interesting Right. So pick your pick your choice for okay. Well, my choice since on this little screen thingy we have the ability to take the Swede. We okay. are going to take the Swede. Got to take a defenseman. Um. And again, uh, at least my picks. Now everything changes a little bit. Now you've used your second pick on a defenseman, so we have three picks in the second round. Now you start thinking that you're going to want more forwards. Right. So, and if not, if, if Wheelander is gone and you end up going forward, then, you know, you'll be looking at some defensemen in that second round. All right. Let's see. So next we've got four second round picks. One at 35, 44, 51, and 55. Okay. So, yeah, I think we pick 35th. 35th. All right. Who's so hypothetically going to be around there? So the two names that you always hear about um, are the uh, Gunther kid who played for Sherbrooke. That's Phoenix. in the queue. Yeah, it's in the queue. Um, you've got your Jaden Perron who played for the Chicago Steel. Big fan. Yeah. I know <laughs> Hockey Princess is a big fan. Um, you have the Musty Kid also, who's been moving up the board. Which, the Musty Kid, I've also heard inklings of that. I know the, the Hawks talked to Musty at the Combine, and there's some rumor speculation circling that the Hawks are interested in Musty. And again, he's another one that I've seen go in the top 20. Right. On this site. He's at like forty-two. So again, you you just don't know. I don't think Musty will drop that far. Not to say that that's a far drop, but I don't. Yeah. So I uh, don't see him. The so, Gautier kid. I. Yeah. That I would. I would go for if he's around. If he's still around, I like the Perron kid, but I also understand. I understand the worry of his size. Not the speculation of is he just talented because he's actually talented or because he's playing with Macklin Celebrini. Because as I talked about a little bit last week, you know, that's the case that is the case for Perron, but that's also the case for the Sachin kid in Seattle. That's the case for Brindley. Heck, that could be potentially the case for Nazar, who the Blackhawks drafted last year. You know, is are they all that, or are they just playing with superstars at line mates? And nobody's going to know truly until you take them out of that and see them play with different people. True story. So that still puts us that you're on the clock at 35, and who are you taking? Uh, can you scroll down a little bit? I can scroll down. options. You have the musty. There is still the Daniel Buck that I... everybody seems to kind of like because he's he's huge and who doesn't like to say Buck? His name is Daniel Butte. But me... well, we will be calling, I will be calling him Buck. So. Ooh, the other interesting one is 
betray Augustine. Now, there's been rumors of the Blackhawks potentially having interest in a goaltender, especially if you've read the lips of some of their videos that they've been putting out there as promo for the draft. Um, I, for one, think it would be stupid. I don't know anything about the Trey Augustine kid. <laughs> I bet he's great. But you have goaltenders right now. Could you I? have so many other spots that you need to be filling right now. Okay. That should be a priority before. Right. So, so. I know. I'm still on the clock. I'm still on the clock. I will go with. Um, just to let the listeners know also, in this um, mock-up, you had your um, Mullen Dyke, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong too. Oh, he was left- another one that I was had a, Who was a left-handed defenseman who there's the possibilities around for the Hawks second round first pick he was already taken at 28 you're Danny Nelson which if you're looking at second round picks that's the one you probably have circled from the USA program he's a centerman 6'3 does it all can play anywhere on the ice he will look much better when those three players leave the USA program this year and he goes and is the guy next year and the three players you're referring to Smith Leonard and Moore right correct correct But uh, according to this, Danny Nelson goes with the 31st pick, so. All right. We have Gunther. You also have the Drogwakic kid who's a right-handed defenseman. He's huge. He's supposed to have an incredible shot. But defense and skating are a major concern, so. Mm, I love another defenseman who has skating concerns. Can never have too many of those. But the word on the street is there's... No way. It's it's just Rutu. It's just Rutu, our dog. <laughs> There's no way um, KD is staying away from anybody who has skating issues. So, so again, we still go back to Hockey Princess and who she's going to take. Do you want me to scroll down some more? No, I'll go with Perron if he's still there. Okay. Why not? I've liked him. I, I also just like the idea of, you know, you ha- you're having a whole line of really tiny people. And it can just be like little gnats just in pestering the heck out of everybody. Just have all, the line of all small guys, speedsters. I can dig it. But also, theoretically, if Molendike's still there come June 29th, I would be a fan. I hear you. I will, uh, we put in your pick, but I will take the musty kid. Yeah. Also at, a solid pick. At 35, 6'2", big speed, offensive-minded winger. We are going to need some other offensive players. So now we have Hockey Princess's pick, and we'll sim now to our next pick. Um, how do you say that name there? Gautier, maybe. Now, I'm assuming everybody's French Canadian. <laughs> Gautier and Musty now have been picked by Detroit, which that'll be the other fun part of this draft is the second round. Mm-hmm. Because after you've made your pick at 35, then you go to 44. There'll still be some players that you'll want. Right. But, you know, the Dead Wings will have three picks right in front of us. They will pick 41, 42, and 43. I hate that. 
Well, of course, but you just hate hate the dead wings. So Absolutely. That's the way it is. All right, let's see. Who's 44? So at 44, now we got more names that I can't even 44, I, if, on the rare, rare, rare off chance that Daniil Butte is still there, I come draft day, I do not think he's going to be going that far down. But if he's still there, I just think he, I wouldn't use an early pick on him. But if it comes down to it that he's still there after a couple of picks, I'd be fine with that. I just wouldn't use the 19th pick on him. I uh, I cannot disagree with you there. Um, if he's available at 44, again, he's somebody that we've seen who's gone 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Again, with me, the reason I don't want to give away these second-round picks is because I am unsure how this is going to play out. And I think you are just going to have pretty darn good prospects available at 44 and 35. So mm-hmm. I do not want to be giving those away. So we will... Uh, is there anybody else of note that we think could... Like on the off chance that Butte is gone by then? There is nobody... Uh, the, the two kids... The, oh, the strom- uh You have... There are three kids... According to this site, mm-hmm. um, that wouldn't be going for a while. You have the Stromel kid. Is that how I pronounce that? Charlie kid? Stromel, yeah. Who's going to the University of Wisconsin? Uh, 6'3", 212, centerman. Uh, that is somebody who you'd be like, heck yes. My only thing is... I, I mean, centermen, I'm, I am all for the Blackhawks having decent centermen because I had to watch an entire season where we had nothing. Um, my only thing with Stramel is, is the way that he plays, we have a lot of guys who have that mentality already. So it's one of those picks where you're, last year we stocked up on a lot of bottom six forwards. And he plays like that, where it's very physical, very... He's projected to be a strong bottom six guy. We have bottom six guys. Well, He's still there. I like it, but we also have a lot of that style. Yes. Um, the thing that they don't have a lot of, they have a lot of bottom six players. They do not have a lot of bottom six players that are 6'3", right. 220. Yeah. So, again, he's available that is a big centerman. No doubt about that. You know what? I would like to amend my pick. If Stramel's we, there... We have not put the pick in yet because we, have, we have more. I know you find that hard to believe. We are here at pick 44 and we still have more. <laughs> you have the Noah Dower. I don't know how you saw the last name. Nielsen? Probably. Uh, versatile offensive forward. High-end skills, elite IQ. That's elite IQ. So what you get with elite IQ is he's a left winger. That says easily can play with Connor Bedard. Which is very important because we have no guys that can play with Connor Bedard right now. So, again, that's another player that you have the ability to be picking at 44, possibly. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, crusty old guys, hoop your doopy pick 
which if he's there at 44, I like because, you know, uh, you got to like your Swedes. Got to love the Swedes. You can't be a Blackhawk fan and not like your Swedes. They have given us Uh, so much. You're David Edstrom. Mm-hmm. I have seen go from anywhere from 15 to 30-something also. Interesting. Uh, actually, if I am looking, when the Hawks do their first pick at 35, if he is still there, I want him. He's a 6'2 centerman, 185. He is your physical, big, two-way centerman also. So this second round is where we are going to find... Our third and fourth line centerman. If yes. you had to pick, Stramel, Edstrom, they're both there at 44. Uh-huh. I've got to pick. Now we're switching back to elite prospects, which has been our yeah, because, holy grail of paperwork. Yeah, because you know what? Uh, and he's 42 in the elite prospects. He is graded as a B. And who else were we looking at? Stramel. The Stramel kid. Where is he at? He's listed a little bit further down. He is. I think he might even be to a C. Can't find him. In all honesty, if I am if I am picking between those three, I am taking the Edstrom kid just because of the way he plays hockey. I'm about it. Um, the Nilsson kid, I think, is an, is an incredible thought also. And the Stromel kid, you know, so that's, again, three. Again, this is, this is your show, Hockey Princess. I'm just a crusty old guy having a cigar hanging out by the fire. So who are you picking? For the, for the sake of this, yes. if the Daniil Butte kid. You want, you want the butt, huh? I, I mean. I've heard that, that you were a butt gal. Okay. Well, but that, realistically, do I think he's going to be there by 44? No. No. Um, I, don't, I don't see him dropping that far. So come draft, I would be fine with Stramel or I would be fine with Edstrom. Uh, me too. But we are going to go and put in your pick. So you are going to grab some butt again. I am. The butt guy is 6'5". Um, the other good thing about the butt guy, he's Russian, which means also it'll probably be at least two years before he comes over. So he's going to go someplace else for two or three years. And as long as you can get him signed within that three-year period, you can sign him to an entry-level contract for another three years. That becomes a huge win. Because if not, then you still get to, like, hold on to him, but he can just sign for one year. I believe that's how that works. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anybody could uh, call into the show or, oh, we don't have a phone number, do we? Do we have an email no. address? Not we yet. don't have an email address yet, but Hockey Princess is going to get to you that for that next show. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have a question, write it down, hold on to it, and in our next episode, she's going to have an email address for you to send in this question. Okay, or just to correct crusty old guy. Yeah. Crusty old guy loves to be corrected. Yeah, it makes me really happy. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna put in the butt. Okay. All right. So now we've taken the pug, the butt. We are gonna sim to our next pick. Which our next is pick 51. is at fifty-one. 
Now see, this is where just the craziness of this site comes in. Because at 51, we show all of those players we were just talking about still available. Yeah, I'd go with the Edgestrom. So, so we're going to like quickly just fly through this pick because we're... Because we've already talked about it. We've already talked about it, and we both like this kid. Yeah. But also, if they picked Stramel, I wouldn't be mad. I... It's it's a win-win for me with either of those. You're right. The Stramel, we do have a lot of bottom six, but it's the fact that he's a centerman and the size, because even the other guys that play decently physical are still on the smaller size. Yeah, it's just, again, for me, it's the craziness is here we're at 51 and we're still talking about players that could be complete NHL players that would play five to eight years in the league. That's huge at the end of the second round, if you ask me. But that's just if you're asking me. Okay. Sim to 55? All right, we're going to sim to 55. And the people we've talked about still are there. So this all makes this pretty easy for me. I don't know about Hockey Princess. Yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't make it easy for me because you still have Stromel and you still have the Nielsen kid. So for me... I pick Stromel. She's going to pick Stromel. I will... I would definitely be taking the Nielsen kid. I will swing for the fences. Let's lock in. We're going to lock in my pick. Yeah. Because, gosh darn it, I just think I'm smarter than everybody. That is correct. That is correct. Occasionally I'll be on the show and then you will just find out that he is smarter than everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that brings us to Send. 55. Yep. We've got a bit of a break. So now we've got a break. This is where, you know, someday Hockey Princess Show will then be talking about, you know, their sponsors. So... So, Hockey Princess, is there anything, you know, you want to sponsor? You want people to go out and buy? Um, For those that are new to the Chicago Blackhawks, I would definitely... The best book to read to get into the Chicago Blackhawks has got to be Sam Fels's story into the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. That would be my, that would be my, it's one of my favorite books. Is that Sam Fells' like autobiography? Yeah. Okay. It goes through, it's his journal entries from his first game. Goes okay. through the 80s, the 90s, the dark days of when I first became a fan in the early 2000s. And I believe it ends right before Kane gets drafted. Hmm. That's the whole book? Yeah. Really? I haven't finished the book yet. I am a I'm a struggling reader, so I, I, I come out of the gate halfway good their uh <laughs> fan base, but um I kinda get bored easily. Yeah. So I've gone through most of Sam's book. I'm a big Sam Fells fan. We will also occasionally be talking about other people who do podcasts and other stuff like that. But we love Sam. This is But a at Sam. some point in time, Hockey Princess will go over and, you know, her sponsors, she'll then have to read, yep. you know, about, you know, buy Pepsi or buy Coke or yep. whatever else, whenever that's picked up. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, not tomorrow, because when does this show drop? Thursday. It drops Thursday, so right now it's Sunday. But Okay, I've talked All long right. enough. Sim uh, to our next one? We're going to sim to our next one. And now everything kind of gets kind of hazy. Yeah. But <coughs> we still got to complete this for the bit. We can. All right, so our next pick is going to be at 67. Yes. This is going to be the third round. Yes. So. You have the Dvorak kid. He's a left-handed defenseman from the from the Czech Republic. Um, your classic huge shutdown defenseman. Oh, love that. Um, let's see. We have a Luca Pinelli. Pinelli. He's a 5'9", 165, gritty offensive-minded winger. Dangerous goal, goal scorer. Tremendous energy. Deceptive wrist shot, so... Again, he's one of those little rats that runs around that KD is just enamored with. You know, they're going to be that go-go people that are always going to go-go and get you things. So there's the possibility that he's there. He's listed as a centerman. He is 5'9", 165. Oh, a Chicago Blackhawks general manager's dream. Yes. Forwards under six foot. Yes. But again, all that means is odds are good he does not play center. So, uh, there's also uh, the, the Wahlberg, Wahlberg kid. Yeah. He's much bigger. So, skilled hands, strong, strong net front presence, the stuff that I like now, raw, high upside. Um, we are now at pick 67, so we are what? In the third round. We are now talking third round. Um, for me, this is when you start swinging for the fences. This is where you can let somebody ferment for three years before you even start to worry about them. And then all of a sudden, so I like to go for people with a high ceiling. So the Wahlberg kid is on my radar, I guess you would say. Uh, any of these other names pop out at you? Um, I'm looking. Well, can you scroll down a little bit? What about the Lind kid? I've heard a little bit about him. Gritty. Pest type center. A, so a KD fan. That's a KD guy also. Well-balanced skater. Like Physical, I said before, guys, shot. if you are a Kyle Davidson fan, this podcast is not for you. That is untrue. <laughs> that is untrue. This podcast is for everybody. Um, but we will be harshly critiquing KD's well, actions. Well, he's he's on the clock now. This is the easy part was to build a to build the losing team. A lot of general managers that can do that. A lot of general managers who do that without even trying. So now he's got his work. And to he do. had to try to. He did. He tried. Yeah. Can you so, scroll down a little bit? I can see, see I can a couple more names. Let's see. Can you read a little bit on the Molgar kid? Just because I'm not close to the computer. Oscar, no, scroll down. Yep. Oh, that, yeah, I have heard about him. Yeah. Okay. 
we have nothing on him. <laughs> but hold on. Uh, the Mulgar kid. Because he definitely was projected to go a little bit higher and has been on people's radars a little bit higher than he is third round. Okay, he is 28 on the Elite Prospects thing. So let's, um, let's give me a second here. I need to go to page 329 of the Elite Prospects. For those who don't know this Elite Prospects book, I've talked about a little bit last week. It is almost 1,700 pages long. Folks at Elite Prospects, do not mess around with their paperwork. Well, then I, I would assume if he's there, there's no way. That's the guy you would want. Yeah. Um, not the greatest shot. A heck of a skater. Heck of hockey sense. He's six feet, 160-something pounds. They love him as fleet of foot. High hockey IQ. We love that. You know what that means. And he's a play killer, which means defensively he is also somebody who steps in. Let's look. He played on the uh, junior team for Denmark, I believe. Yep. Mm -hmm. And in five games for Denmark, he had six goals and six assists. So, That's my guy. So, <laughs> again, as we've talked about, depending on what site you go to, these these stuff goes Ranges crazy. everywhere. Ranges everywhere. But that's another centerman, centerman with high hockey IQ, which means that is somebody who can play a second-line center. That is somebody who can play a first-line center. That is somebody who can play with Connor Bedard. Right. And, you know... Is shot's not the best? But, that's okay. But you know who shot is the best? Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Yes. All right, so we're going to call that one just lucky that he's still there. And uh, we'll, we'll take that. Just seems like uh, one heck of an easy pick. So we're, we're just going to take that easy pick. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was at 67. Um Again, I can't imagine that he's there. I, he seems like one of those players that you would actually be thinking about. Earlier on. Earlier. Definitely a second-round pick. Maybe even 35 or definitely a 44 if he's there. So, But it just shows you this draft, is they've all preached to me, is deep, deep, deep. Now, so we've got a little bit of a break in between picks. In the third round, our first third round pick is at 67. Our next one is at 93. So this is the part of the draft where, where you Katie go. Katie goes to the bathroom. You go, you get your sandwich, everything else. Mm -hmm. If you're Joel Quinville, you have a couple of cocktails in between. Hey, easy <laughs> on Joel. No. <laughs> All right. So let's sim to 97 or 93. All right, we're simming. Well, we simmed. We did it. Then, now we're at 93. And, well, I've got to be honest to everybody. Um, I don't know a lot of these people. Haven't really. Yeah. I have read up a little bit on the Nielsen kid. Felix Nielsen, not to be confused with the other Nielsen that we were talking about earlier. Yes. Another smart two-way sentiment. Great playmaking ability. Strong hockey IQ. Um, and then... Now, is this his brother? 
Yes. Is that Middlestat's brother? Yes. I would assume since he's going to the U. Yes, that is. So for those who don't know, Luke Middlestat is a uh, draft prospect this upcoming year. His older brother, Casey, was drafted, gosh, six, seven years? I'd say six. Again, when we get when we get our email address, you can email us and, and give us and correct Hockey Princess, which again is always fun. Yeah. Um, he is a five eleven, so which means he'll probably top out at six feet. Smart, offensively gifted, puck moving defenseman, passes with precision, strong on his feet. What's... Obviously, he's got to have some defensive issues if he's being ranked that far down well and he is again folks are more than welcome to correct me if i'm wrong but he is older than most of the other draft picks as well he's already had his first year at the u this is he is not going into his freshman year i did not know that he is going to and i believe it is his sophomore year so some might say that there is the upside in that you know he's already had a year at the U to develop a little bit, and then the downside of why is he, why wasn't he in the draft last year? Why is well, he, he now probably going was to the in the draft last year. He just was went undrafted. So again, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no, I'm I'm pretty darn yeah. sure that he would have gone undrafted. But it's not like a hockey player who went undrafted can't play well. Exactly, as you found out from your Conn Smythe Trophy winner. He yeah. was undrafted. Yeah. So you just never know. Um, also, uh, so, isn't Panarin undrafted? Uh, yes, Panarin was undrafted also. But again, you don't know, you know, back then it was a little harder to get stuff out of Russia. It still kind of is. Right. Let's, well, uh, let's keep an eye on the Nielsen yeah. kid. And we'll go with the Middlestat, and we're going to go back to the EP thing. Yep. And see if I can't get any readings on those guys. Who was I looking for? Uh, Luke Middlestat. And what was the other guy's name? Felix Nielsen. I can't find any of them anywhere. If you scroll down past that ranking, they also have it listed for under alphabetical. Okay. Hold on. I'm still looking. Still looking. You can feel free to talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> All right, so right now we're focusing on that 93rd pick. Just telling other folks, after that, we only have three more picks left in the draft. We're very front-heavy in this draft. Normally, uh, we don't have a ton of draft picks up front. It's more towards the back end, which is why the Blackhawks have been struggling as much as they have. Um, So after this, it's one more pick. It's a, a pick in the fourth, a pick in the fifth, and a pick in the seventh. Felix. You find anything on either of those? No, I can't. Uh... Interesting. That should say something. Well, it should. Or it's just, you know, 
I'm not completely prepared for this show. Yeah. It happens. Well, not to me. Crusty old guy is always prepared. Absolutely. That's the beauty of crusty old guy. <laughs> M N M M N. Middlestead, not right. Felix Nielsen, according to. <laughs> okay. So we're at like the 90th pick, and this Felix Nielsen kid, according to EP, is ranked 41. Dang. So you know what? That is that's my pick. So that's our pick. Let's uh, let's see what the page 449. Let's see what they have to say about him. Uh, he's an analytics darling, and. In case your listeners, you know, don't understand that uh, Blackhawks have built quite a big analytic department. Um, the, what is his name? The Greenberg or? I believe it's the Greenberg. He's one of the many assistant, assistant general managers. I think they have eight assistant general managers and then 19 associate general managers. This is sarcasm, people. I don't know how well this is coming across, but they have a lot of them. So this guy Why is, do they have so many of them? Um, it's the it's part of their is belief system. Is it normal system. to have all of them, or is it in the new belief system well, of the reign of KD? Um, well, that all depends who you talk to. I'm talking oh. to you. Okay, well, if you're talking to Krusty <laughs> Old Guy. Krusty <laughs> Old Guy has a lot of thoughts. <laughs> and basically, Krusty uh, Old Guy figures KD has three years left. Until? Until he will then be moved up to president of hockey operations. I believe Megan will come in in BGM. We love this. We love Megan. No, I don't love, Hockey Princess does not like Katie, but we love Megan. So I, I believe you have all of these lower echelon people because they're still developing their hierarchy. We are one of the few teams that does not have a president of hockey operations. Katie only answers to Prince Danny, and, well, Prince Danny, I, I you know, he's a Wurtz. I don't know what else he knows about anything except being a Wurtz. And he, he likes Danny to try to grow his hair out kind of long and tries to look hip. But, so, if you ask me, that's why there's so many people with so many titles... Yeah. Like that, they don't want people poaching them yet, and they are unsure where they will fit in the next three to five years. Interesting. They are still building their hockey operations. It's it's different to build it this way. Um, usually, you have a president and everything goes down. They're building it up this way, kind of. Pittsburgh's almost doing the same thing with uh, the new. Yeah, with him, he gets both positions. He won't hold a, them for a long time, but he's got an eight-year contract, so he probably moves up at some point in time, but he's in charge of that rebuild, which should be just nasty. But getting back to our Nielsen, Felix who, Nielsen. who is listed at 41, and we have him on the simulator at 93. So he's definitely our pick. Yep. With incredible vision and that classic that we love, hockey ice. Absolutely. He's also a centerman. Can't have too many of those. Uh, Had two goals and six assists in the World Juniors. 
Um, I don't know if that is both combined World Juniors or just the most recent. I think it's both combined because they didn't play 12 games this time around. So that's in the last two that he was in. But um, that seems like a, a slam dunk if he's there. Yeah, that seems like a slam dunk. Right. So we uh, we definitely pick him. Lock it in. And then we're, we're basically now with the people that we already have, we're, we're basically thinking Stanley Cup in two years. Right? <laughs> this is just unbelievable. We've, we've come to the promised land. Once again, this is a sarcasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next one is at 99. Next one is 99. And, oop, I think we you accidentally locked in a pick. I don't know who I, I just locked in Jesse Nurmi because, I don't know. Because of technology. Yes. It's okay. But like crusty old guy said, at this point of the draft, you're 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 a, way more unsure than with guys going at one nineteen or even in your second round. Um, I also am a firm believer of. I don't know if we'll even have most of these bottom end picks by the time that they come. You know, crazy things do happen on the draft days. The Chicago Blackhawks have a history of, you know, demolishing and blowing up their rosters for draft picks on draft days. So you really don't know. I hear you, but I I think those days are behind you. But as we've gone over in this show, with the amount of talent that there is in the second round, um, maybe if after you pick at 35 and... You know, you see somebody who you still want who's there at 35, maybe, you know. Right. You then pick, uh, you trade a couple of those thirds and move on. Yeah. Okay. If I was picking at 99, I would take the Remus. How do I say that last name? Kumpelainen? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just brought here to pronounce last names, yeah, being a Finnish and Sweden fan. Yes, and and I would be picking him because, you know, Hockey Princess loves her fans. Absolutely, absolutely. We will have an entire episode, you know, in the off-season when I don't have a ton to report. We will have an entire episode dedicated to why Hockey Princess loves the Swedes and Finns as much as she does. But now we've we've already put it in the wrong person, so we'll we'll sim away and start to wrap up this show maybe. Because now we're at 131. And, uh, you know, this is where I then, I take people that are far away, that can be developed in other countries for three or four years, and see if it's something that you'd want. I don't recognize any of these names, so. So, we're going with the, the furthest one. So, let's see. We've got, uh. This guy's a Czech. He's big. He's a grinder. He's a two-wayer. He's referring to Dominic Peter or Petter. Yep. Well, Petter's the guy I want. All right. Lock it in. Okay. And is that it for our picks? Nope. Are you kidding me? Now we've we've got to be asleep. <laughs> so this is our last pick at one ninety-five. And so at one ninety-five, I don't. I would assume if I'm in the room, 
That's when I give to my lower scouts and I say, okay, you're the mid-tier scout from Europe. Who is your diamond in the rough? And I just let him pick at 195. Wait, so we let got me, some, hold on. got a lot of people here. I got nobody. Yeah, I was just going to say to look up that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I might, that might be my pick just because of the name. Tied to know? Yeah, tied to know. For those who don't know, uh, Philip Deneau was a former Blackhawk, and his trade was the beginning of the end of the good years of the Chicago Blackhawks. Some would say. Some would also say it was the Tavo Teravine in trade to Carolina. Yes, I am, I am one of the ones who said it started with Deneau, who I pronounced Denault for the first three years. Yep. But he was a agitating, great defensive player, and he got traded for two picks who did nothing to Philadelphia, and that was, yeah. That was when Stan started to lose his marbles a little bit on some of his picks, some of his trades to keep us to hopefully knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe either. God, who was it from Philadelphia? Was it Philly? I thought it was the. Did he go to Philly first and then to Montreal? Oh, it was Montreal. You weren't correct there, Hockey Princess. And it was somebody who used to play on Philly, so. Well, again next episode you will have the email address and you can tell us what what it is next episode we'll also just have the answer to that one i'll probably go with that one as my pick so let's see all right we're we're, so we're picking him Mm -hmm. i like the name yeah so then we're done right then we are done okay that was really exhausting (laughs) okay now to tell you how silly all of this stuff is (laughs) so if we look at the end of our at the end of our draft, I don't know how we got that Bradley. Nadoka, you, yeah, we. That was messed up. Yeah. But so you got Bernard. You have how do I pronounce it? Vlander. Vlander. We've got a Daniel Bot. We've got an Edstrom. You got the Nielsen kid. Molgar. And you got the Molgar. You basically have a Stanley Cup team, and you have another Nielsen kid, Felix. Also a centerman. Yep. So, so yeah. After this draft, they're just they just ended up giving us the cup. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. All right, I'm exhausted at hockey, princess. This is I'm almost done with my cigar. So, what else are we supposed to talk about here? We can, we, we can keep talking. We can. Do you like to rap? I've got nothing to say. Yeah. You can continue to talk. Well, what's on your mind here? Oh, no. We were going to talk about some, just some prospect prospects, but we can do that at a different time. Well, how long have we been talking? We've been talking for 55 minutes. Oh, my gosh. There is no way there is a single person that's still listening to this. <laughs> you better wrap it up there, hockey princess. All right. So, I'm not even going to say next week because we're still probably focused on the draft and other aspects of the draft until the draft happens. And then even after the draft, we'll do a post-draft thing talking about the draft. And especially because the draft butts right into free agency. And we'll have more of that to talk about. But 
eventually before the season starts, we'll get into kind of the guys that were drafted last year, a couple of years ago, the upcoming prospects and what you can expect from them and their teams respectively, if they're still in juniors in Europe, in Rockford and kind of who they are and what that'll look like. And again, as I've stated many times, we'll have an email address that'll be dropping on Hockey Princess's next show for anyone that has actually listened to this for 56 minutes. If you email Hockey Princess before the season starts and say you've listened to all this, we will then, we'll, uh, we'll put you all in a hat. And in that hat, we will give away uh, our, our seats to a weekday game. Oh, snap. I can't imagine that anybody's listening to this, so I think it's a safe bet that I get to keep my seat. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'm done. All right, so crusty old guy is done. So once again, thanks so much for listening. This will drop on Thursday, and I will talk at you guys next week.